Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I want to share a little PSA about the fact that job boards were not made to help you get a job. Instead, they were made to help employers. And this is something that is so, so important for us to understand as job seekers when we're deciding where we allocate our time in the job search. So most job seekers either don't realize this or they completely overlook it. But job boards were created to be a business and they get paid by employers. So the goal of these sites, of these job boards, isn't to make it easier for you to get a job. Instead, they exist to send as many qualified applicants as possible to employers. And this model is something that we see in tech all the time. So there's a saying in this space that goes like this. If you get to use a product or a service for free, it's likely because you are the product. So the genesis of that phrase really started with all of the ad platforms and social media platforms that we've seen. So Instagram, Facebook, Google, et cetera. If we take Google, for example, you can go run a search on Google for free. You may also notice that Google gives a lot of tools away for free. You can use Gmail for free. You can use Google Drive for free. Why do they give that stuff away for free? How is it beneficial to them? Well, it's because you use their tools, which means you stick around on Google Google gets more data on you, and then Google can sell that data to the people that actually pay their bills, which are other companies that want to advertise to Google users. The same thing is true on social media. Sites like Instagram and TikTok, they want you on the platform so they can get as much data as possible about you. So they offer the platform up for free. And then they turn around and take your data and sell it to the highest bidder, which is how they make their money. So it's really important that we understand this concept because it applies to job boards as well. See, job boards exist to send qualified applicants to companies. So a company will show up and they'll say, hey, I have these open roles. I need to fill them. Can you help me get qualified applicants? And the job boards say, yeah, we have all these users. We'll get plenty of people to apply. They'll be qualified. Just pay us X amount of money and we'll make it happen. So that company swipes their credit card with the job board. And now the job board needs to send them qualified applicants. So in order to send them qualified applicants and in order to send them a lot of qualified applicants, they need people like you and me and thousands of other job seekers showing up on the platform and applying for jobs every single day. So that's why they spend so much time and energy making you feel like their platform is about you. That's why they tell you, oh, job seekers are our lifeblood and you can choose from thousands of jobs and you can apply in seconds. But notice how those phrases focus on the action that matters to them, to the job boards, which is applying. They don't focus on the actions that matter to you, which are interviews and offers. So if you're wondering why all those apps you're submitting on these job boards aren't getting you results, it's because the job boards you're using aren't aligned with your incentives. They aren't aligned with helping you get interviews and offers because you don't pay them. They don't really make a ton of money off of you specifically. They make money off of you and the thousand other people that applied for an employer's job and the employer pays them. So that is why job boards are incredibly frustrating to use. And that is one of the big reasons why the results and the success rates are so low on these platforms. So I wanted to share this with you because as you go through your job search, we have to consciously make decisions about where we invest our time. 
Time is our most precious resource, both in the job search and in life, right? We can't get that back. We can always apply for more jobs. We can always make more money, but we can never get a second of our time back once it is gone. So we need to be really intentional about where we spend that time, especially when we have the goal of getting out of the job search as quickly as possible and into a job that we enjoy and that pays us what we're worth. So my recommendation to you is to go out there and understand what channels are driving the highest rates for you and for everybody else out there. Because chances are you've probably been spending a lot of time applying for jobs online. Chances are that's probably the channel that you spend the most time in. And if you are networking, you may be feeling a little bit of frustration around that networking side of things, but it's really important to know that none of these channels are easy. Applying for jobs online is hard. Networking is hard. Leveraging recruiters is hard. There is no easy job search channel because if there was, everybody would be using it and they'd all be landing amazing jobs. We're not looking for the easiest channel. Instead, we're looking for the channel that gives us the highest chance of reaching our end goal, which is landing a job offer with a company we're excited about that pays us what we're worth. And the data shows us that networking and relationship building and referrals are the single best channel for that. And then, of course, there are strategies and tactics that you can layer on top of networking and relationship building to help increase your chances. But I'm not going to sit here and say that networking referrals are the absolute best way for everybody. You know, my wife is a great example of this. She has the single best response rate to online applications that I have ever seen. So I don't sit here and tell her you should stop applying for jobs online and never do that. No, it's working for her. So I say all that to say you need to assess the channels that you're using. And if online applications are working for you, awesome, you should double down on that. But if you keep showing up every day, if you keep applying for jobs and that isn't working for you, you need to understand that this system is not going to change. It's not going to improve to help you specifically get a job. So instead, you should probably explore other channels. You should probably really give those channels a good look and a critical investment of time and see what the response rates and the outcomes look like there. Because chances are, if you're really struggling with online applications, your background or the way that you're presenting yourself doesn't lend itself well to those online applications. And you're probably going to have better luck with another channel. But even if you do choose to continue investing in online applications, which is totally fine, it's really important to know what's going on behind the scenes. It's really important to know what the incentives of this platform that you're using are. And it's important to know that you are not their number one priority, that companies who are paying them money are their number one priority. And that might make a lot of things click and fall into place now that you've heard it. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the podcast.